13 past eight, and that's our first big, fat, juicy of the morning. Uh, not of the morning, of the hour. And that was from Jack Picati on Twitter asking for Tito Perry and Danza Mami Criola. And such a great uh, uh, response to it. Terence and Kimberly saying, good morning. I love the song you're playing now. And Paul saying, great show, guys, and music. I have to say, what a great song. And we'll certainly play much more of that kind of stuff if we possibly can, because it does lift your spirits. So talking of lifting your spirits, uh, I saw something on Twitter a few days ago of um, someone celebrating their 60th birthday, saying, yep, like old as gold, and it was a fabulous uh, moment there. But we have to remind ourselves that if, all, if old is gold, and we talk about the golden years, why do we treat often treat our elderly family members as though they were simply coal? So we've got Greg Mitchley on the line. He's the founder of the Greg Mitchley Foundation. And uh, we've seen during COVID with the extended lockdown how many elderly people have really struggled, have felt very lonely, and uh, just not having the ability to test and touch, you know, and hug one another has been really very difficult. And uh, he has really wanted to make a meaningful contribution to society. So, Greg, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? You well? Jeez, I'm doing well. How are you, Chana? Good, thank you. Listen, your, your line's very soft. I, can't, I barely can hear you. My line is very soft. Well, let's see if the guys can do something about it and push it up. Does that work better for you? There we go. There we go. There we go. How are you doing, Michelle? You're well. I'm super well. So, Greg, tell us about the Greg Mitchley Foundation. Yeah, so look, it's a, it's a, it's a long, long story, but to cut it, to cut it short, um, you know, when my dad passed away in 2017, um, it's always been a passion of mine, just like my mom, who's just looked after a lot of elderly people in, during her time. Um, it must have stuck with me over the years. And obviously, when we used to go and stay with my grandpa after school, I used to get into the wheelchairs and go and tease all the elderlies and race them up the ramps in old age homes and things like that. So obviously, it stuck with me. And... Uh, in 2017, when my dad passed away, I made a promise that I'd be back uh, at that old age home with a foundation. I didn't have a clue how I was going to do it. But, uh, but yo, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Alistair McDonald, put me into a position where he gave me an opportunity to get this foundation up and running. I went back there exactly two years later, and uh, there I was looking after the elderly, and uh, my, my, my dreams pretty much come true since then. So what is it that you actually do, and it's in specific at the Tembalami uh, home, the Tembalani Care Centre, what is it that yeah. you do there, and, and how do you support the, the home? So uh, so basically, obviously, I rely on a lot of donations, and then when I go there, uh, I phone a lot of friends who own hairdress salons, they do like nail beauticians, all that sort of stuff, and so you would rock up there with a big team of about 15, 20 of us, they'll take a day off. And we'd line them up and we'd play music and we will do their hair and we'll pamper them. You know, I believe that uh, that, that, that loneliness is the number one killer. We all stress and we all have different stresses and things like that. But I think loneliness is, is a monster. And uh, there's nothing worse than, than being lonely and sitting with four walls basically around you every day. And, uh, yeah, so we pamper them with a packet of biscuits and a, and a conversation um, and if I'm blessed enough to get nice donations in, I can tell you a little story where I took four elderly people in the aeroplane. Number one, they've never been in the aeroplane, and I took them to the coast for a week. Uh, when, sure. the one, when, the, when the one black lady, she grabbed my shoulder as her foot touched the, the sand, and she thought that she was going to sink. That's how much she knew about the sea. And she yeah. held on to me for dear life, and I've never in my life, I, I 
cannot actually explain to you what I witnessed. And it's actually bring things a lump to my throat now, just the appreciation. And, uh, yeah, just to think that we can hop onto a plane pretty much whenever we want to. Some people haven't even been into a restaurant. So I'll take them to a restaurant and we'll pamper them there. We'll give them enough, like a lunch or a breakfast, whatever time of day it is. And, yeah, I'll just go out of my way to, to try and put some smiles on your faces, eh? You know, uh, Greg, you, you raise something interesting. And obviously what you're doing is bringing incredible joy to people who have very, uh, very lonely, as you say, lives. But yeah. what you've also said is what the lump it brings to your throat. And I yeah. want to just talk to you about the what it means to get involved with elderly people and what you learn from it and how it makes a difference to your world. I mean, Terence and Kimberly has just tweeted to say, or SMS yes. to say, we must respect the elderly. I really believe in it. And they gave me so many blessings. And that's what my parents taught me. So we're yes. going to go to a break. And when we come back, perhaps you could just give us a few insights into that particular learning for you. 100%. Not a problem. Start strong. Start smart with reliable plug-and-play connectivity. Get our new uncapped business internet LTE and take your business further the smart way from only 599 Rand for 24 months. Search Vodacom Business LTE or visit your nearest Vodacom store. T's and C's apply. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Further together. Vodacom Business. Three weeks to go. 13 weeks to find Mr. Right. Start 6 February, Sundays at 7.30 p.m. on SABC1. The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown. We're talking to Greg Mitchley, who of his own resources founded the Greg Mitchley Foundation and is working with elderly people in the Tembalami Care Centre in Lombardy East, where he's lived for uh, uh, a while as well. He doesn't live there himself, but uh, his father did live there while he was alive. And we are looking at how we engage with elderly people, the kind of support and uh, engagement that one can have. Greg, you have focused on what it can do for people who are lonely in elderly residences. But let's talk a little bit about what it means for you. 100%. Michelle, if you don't mind me just starting off to answer your question, I'll tell you guys a quick little story um, just to put you in the picture. Then I'll explain it. Well, this will pretty much explain exactly where I'm going. So I went when the first time I went into, into this elderly home, um, uh, the, the door was open. I was waiting for the manager. So I quickly snuck into the first door and... I started speaking to this elderly, and I just started asking her, how, what's your favorite TV station um, or, or, or a, you know, a station? Um, you know, how old is she? Where have you been? You know, what's your favorite food? And she was just staring at me, and I just said to her, you know, I had to put my hands up because she, she was like in a gaze. So I said, are you okay? And she actually looked at me with tears in eyes and said to me, yeah, I'm 100%. It's just nice that somebody has spent longer than four or five minutes with me. And then, and then all of a sudden, she started telling me about dates. Like February has 20, 28 days, and March has this, and June has this, and December's 31 days. So I said, and as I was about to ask her why, the manager came, and I, eventually I spoke to the manager, and I said, why does she know her dates so much, so well? Yeah. She said to me, she said to me, every single end of the month, she'll be sitting outside the manager's office to see if there's been a payment made for her rent. So I said, why would she do that? Because somebody dropped off when she was 70 years old, and now she's 86 years old, and she doesn't know if she's got a, she doesn't know who, what family they're based. She dropped off, 
and someone's making a payment. Now, that is, for me, one of the, the saddest stories, to think that this lady has not seen family. She doesn't know who's alive, who's in the country, who's not there. And when I heard that story, my whole... You know, when your whole world basically turns upside down, to think that we can phone anybody, go and sit with somebody, chat with somebody. And what it's done for me is it's made me realize that we are going to be in that same situation, whether we like it or whether we're not, you know. And I actually said to, I said to one, of the, one of the ladies, one of my quickest stories ever, and I said to her, I, I don't want to be looked after. I don't want to be helped here and helped there when I get older. She looked at me and said to me, you have no choice. And she's right. You, you have no choice. That is where we all headed. And I think we get so caught up in the world today with work and with you know with what we want, what we want, and we don't forget that we are going to be in that same situation uh, again, whether we like it or not. So we need to look after these elders, and these elders have been around. They know what's coming, and they they've been through the heartache and they've been mm. through the the pain. You know, so I, I, I look myself in the mirror often after a conversation like that, and I think, she's like she's telling me the truth. That that's where we're going. So look after one another. Yes, we're going to have. Uh, me and, me and you, Michelle, might have a, a debate about something or disagreement. But that doesn't stop us from loving one another. And I think the word love is so potent, we actually forget how big and massive it is. Okay, we've got a voice note that we just want to play for you. Uh, we think it's uh, well worth listening to. Go for it. Good morning, Michelle and your team. Um, you see, with all these difficulties that are happening in the world, you will sit back and think that um, there are no longer good people out there. I'm so humbled by your guest uh, with the work that he is doing. Uh, may God bless him and may God increase his territory. Um, and may God bless Africa. Thank you, Michelle, for a wonderful show. God bless you. Greg Mitchley, uh, huge support for you there. And I think many people probably feel the same way when someone off their own bat starts to do what you do. Greg, does this make you uh, less fearful of growing older? Does it make you think about the different ways that one can engage in it? Sorry, say it again, Michelle. Does it make me feel? Less fearful of growing older and perhaps uh, more interested in how one can engage with growing older differently. Yeah, so, you know, I think when you mentioned the word fear, um, that's, also, that's also a big word a lot of people um, struggle with. You know, we, we, we fear a lot of things in life. And I think, I think a lot of us would admit openly that we fear death. But yeah. I think not only death, I think we fear how we're going to die. Um, some people say drowning. Some people will say being burnt or, or going through a lot of pain. Mm. Um, I, think, I think the worst pain still is loneliness. And... My dad, my dad, unfortunately, I, I can tell you the difference. My dad was such a good person, but he 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 chose to stay cooped up. He, he didn't want to go and speak to people. He wasn't a, a socializing person, but he made himself. He had the he had the choice to go out there and change his life. I think where we all need to change is we need to speak to people. We need to get out there, and, and, and if somebody wants to have a chat with you around the corner, go and have a chat in the in the tea room or whatever the case may be, because you're going to be caught up in a room one day, and you're going to be you're going to be completely on your own. And I think that is, again, I'll, I'll keep saying it, the loneliness is, it's a nightmare. To be on your own, it is nothing. So I, I would just say, you know, make friends, love as much as you can. Um, you know, accept that people people have their own ways, their own thinking ways. Um, and then I promise you, a lot of that fear will go away. And then, you know, if you die with somebody next to you, it's better than dying with somebody with, not next to you, you know? 
Greg, if people want to get hold of you, how do they do that? Okay, so I can send you my, my email address is, it's greg at gmf. Yeah. So it's double G, a G-R-E double G. Yeah. At gmf.co.za. Uh, my website is www.gmf.co.za. That's perfect. And if you want me to burst out my cell phone number, I can do that for you. Burst out your cell phone number. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent. Give give it to us. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, three. Yeah. Three eight zero. Yeah. One zero one six. Fantastic. That's Greg Mitchley. He's the founder of the Greg Mitchley Foundation. You can get hold of him, Greg G R E G G, at the GMF. Dot co dot za. Kat sends a WhatsApp to say, Michelle, a recent back injury has made me realize we need to let other people help us with the daily necessities of life because an aging body still has a feeling heart. I think that's a great way to end that conversation as well. It's 8.27. You're with SFM 104 to 107.